All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of the Forever Forum. I'm joined by some incredible industry legends, some icons, some of my very, very favorite people in the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Network. First, Steve Janet with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services New Jersey Properties. Ray Mesa, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Florida Realty. Joan Doctor, President of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Fox and Roach Realtors. Vince Lisi, handsome Vince Lisi, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate. And Candace Adams, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services CEO uh, New England properties, Westchester properties, New York properties, you've got it all going on. So welcome to the Forever Forum panelists. I know uh, some of you are muted. I'm uh, really excited and, and super inspired with our topic today, which is uh, really a focus on selflessness and specifically uh, what these amazing iconic leaders to do to develop a culture of giving and philanthropy within their organizations. And I just want to start by saying to uh, all of the incredible uh, people within your organizations, you as leaders, all the people watching, thank you on behalf of the Sunshine Kids, our foundation, uh, for everything that uh, we collectively do uh, to benefit the children and, uh, and their families. Uh, I did just want to start this episode by saying that last year, uh, we generated about $1.6 million of the Sunshine Kids Foundation. Uh, we're on pace to be about 20% below that this year. So uh, obviously COVID has had an impact. Uh, we are short of where we, we want to be as an organization. So we're going to talk about that today, talk about some strategies that are working and uh, hopefully inspire everyone, everyone that's watching and listening to this episode to do whatever you can, including making a donation today. So we'll be sharing the donation link live in the comment thread. If you can uh, spare some dollars for the kids, that would be awesome. And uh, we'll leverage this episode as a, a fundraising effort in and of itself. Uh, but just to put that in perspective, this year we've hosted 30 children on national events. So there's been 30 children that have been directly impacted by the Sunshine Kids this year. 2,336 children have been impacted by various local and virtual events so far this year. And uh, in, in, in addition to that, 1,233 siblings have been able to participate in the various local and virtual events uh, that you all have touched in, in, in our work together. So uh, just fantastic job. Again, welcome to the panelists. I want to jump right in and, and get going with, uh, you know, with, with our content. I want to start with you, Ray. And the question is, how do you, Ray, describe uh, your charitable giving uh, you know, as, as part of your value proposition, either to the agents that join your organization and or to the consumers, your clients uh, that are that are impacted in some way. Thank you, Chris. And uh, it's a pleasure and privilege to be here with this uh, panel of colleagues, uh, people that I've known for many years and I have a lot of respect for. But Chris, before I answer your question, I want to first and foremost acknowledge the work that you and Home Services Franchise and the team are doing to support the Sunshine Kids. Your leadership and your commitment to the foundation is very much appreciated. I know by everyone on this panel and by everyone on the network. So thank you, Chris, for your leadership. So to answer your question, the Sunshine Kids is part of the culture of our company. It's, it's, it's ingrained with everything we do, starting from every single marketing piece that we have available. The Sunshine Kids are included in those marketing pieces. From the moment that we start, our onboarding with our new sales professionals to the company, 
we have the Sunshine Kids presentation to that group as, as well as our existing sales professionals. We include it on our website, on our social media events. We have the opportunity for our sales professionals to sign up from the get-go and have a portion of their compensation donated to the Sunshine Kids with every closing. We also have an opportunity for our sales professionals to make a donation on behalf of their buyers and sellers as a closing gift to the Sunshine Kids. Uh, it is one of my favorite things that I get to do in my role as the president and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Florida Realty and our core businesses, our mortgage, our title, our insurance company are all involved in supporting the Sunshine Kids. So it's definitely a full team effort. It's part of our culture, it's 100% part of what we do, and it's the one charity that we support and promote in our company. I hope that uh, helps answer your question, Chris. And thank yeah. Yeah, I love it, Ray. That's wonderful. And so, Vince, same question to you is, you know, leveraging all of the great charitable activity uh, focused on the Sunshine Kids, I know, in your organization. How does that make its way into your value proposition for your agents joining your company and or your clients? Yeah, and, and Chris, well, the Sunshine Kids is clearly the largest uh, charity that we donate to and the primary one we really focus on. It's really not the only one. And, and so when I look at, you know, what is our value proposition to our agents specifically, We've started something here about five years ago that's called the Ambassador Care Fund, where every time an agent has a closed transaction, we take $5 out of the agent's transaction. If it's a list and a sell, it's $5 out of both sides, so $10. And then the company matches that dollar for dollar. And, and this is not something we let them opt out of. We just say this is part of our DNA. We want to be an organization that's giving to others, the Sunshine Kids, homeless shelters, and other organizations we have. But we also want to be an organization making sure we're taking care of our own people. So this, this is something that was easy for me to look people in the eye for because before I sold the home services, if we had 10,000 transactions, the agents put in $5 or, or $50,000, the company and I put in $50,000 to match that. And then we have a committee of nine people, eight agents plus myself, all having one vote to make decisions on where this money is going. But it's really, in 2020, I think we gave over $120,000, $30,000 as of our last meeting about three, uh, three to four weeks ago to help agents because we've had people that that had have had COVID that's been in the hospital. They've had bad car accidents that have been in the hospital and been out of work, uh, fighting cancer. So this is something not only to help others outside of the organization, but basically be part of our organization. You've got to, to, be, uh, to be willing to understand, we're gonna give $5 out of every transaction to this care fund. We're gonna match that dollar for dollar. And this is to help our agents and our staff and our employees. And yes, we're gonna help the homeless shelters and, and the biggest charity that we do with the biggest, the biggest events we do is the Sunshine Kids. But we just make it crystal clear it, when you walk in our organization that we're an organization that believes we've been very blessed and we have an obligation to give back to others in the community and internally within our organization. I love that. I love that, um, you know, it's so value centric and, uh, and just a part of the understanding right out of the gate. So uh, I love that. Congratulations to both of you on that. So Candice, uh, to you is... You know, representing such a, a wide, you know, vast in terms of geography network of offices and, and obviously sales professionals, share some of the best practices and, and lessons learned in your opinion relative to driving a charitable culture across such a, you know, expansive network and footprint of offices. 
Thanks, Chris, and thanks um, for having me with this great group of people. And I first, before I answer that question, I just want to put the challenge out. As you just said, Vince, you know, five dollars. So if anyone's out there that is willing to donate, start with five dollars today. We'll get it going. Uh, maybe we can bid it up. But um, you know, it's actually a cause that keeps us together. We have a geographic footprint that's very large. Um, it's one of the things that we think is the fabric of our company, and it weaves us together. And so what we do is we challenge our offices to come up with a goal in individually each year, um, and they do, and it's a goal that they can meet, and some of them are $5,000, and some of them are fifteen dollars or twenty, dollars and everyone has their own um, way of, of raising that money. We love the challenge. Every month we get together and we measure our successes and we recognize all of our office leaders and our associates for what they've done by office. And then we particularly celebrate the offices who have made their goal for the year. Um, we do that on a regular basis. It's all about promoting events, um, upcoming uh, ticket sales. And we do that um, at all the time at every meeting we have. The other thing that I really love is the ability for our agents to network with one another's offices at these events. So it's having fun and um, promoting the cause as well and sharing success stories. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention Robert Silverman, who is the chairperson of our Sunshine Kid uh, fundraising cause. And he is enthusiastic and engaged and keeps us all on track. I love that. I love that. And congratulations to you, Robert. I, I think that is a key role, right, is the are the leaders within the organizations who really take that foundation on and, and make it a part of their, uh, you know, everyday life and, and communicating and sharing the love. That's awesome. So, Joan, same question to you with such an expansive uh, geographical footprint of offices. What are you doing to coordinate that activity across that footprint? Thank you for having me. Um, I, I really appreciate it. And I admire um, all of these all of these companies that do such great, a great, wonderful things for the Sunshine Kids. Um, we, about 25 years ago, uh, formulated our Fox and Roach Trident Charity, and it's a little bit different, but it serves the needs of uh, families in need and especially children. And in Philadelphia, where we are, there are um, about we have the highest rate of uh, food insecurity, clothing insecurity amongst children, and it, it, it's really something. So we uh, developed our charity and we decided to go local and we give to um, 250 to 300 charities in our area, in our uh, Philadelphia, you know, metropolitan area. So that's uh, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. And we do it through, um, we collect uh, from our agents uh, at, with their commissions and they decide what to give in each commission and, and they do that. Um, and then the money, 60% uh, of the money that we collect goes back to the offices. And so locally, each office, and we have 75 offices, they're all in a different footprint. They decide where they want to give their portion of the monies. And um, since uh, inception, we've given away $8 million. So we, we give a lot of money away. Last year, over $550,000. And there's one charity that, that we really uh, work really hard at, and, and we do a lot for a lot of different charities, but that's uh, Cradles for Crayons, which uh, is in Boston, it's in Philadelphia, and it's in Chicago. And they give, um, they help with clothing insecurity. And we, um, participate in a backpack challenge. And this year, even with COVID, we outperformed what we normally do. We gave away over $117,000 of, of 
uh, materials backpack for their backpacks because every kid, if they don't, um, you know, learn and feel that they uh, fit in, uh, it will hurt them for the rest of their lives. So when they have all the materials they need to go to school, it really, really means a lot. Uh, so I and I would say I would just add that. So so our our I guess the way we get all of our offices involved is because they can give locally, and then the forty percent that they're not giving, we have a foundation, and we as a board of directors give that money away um, in in bigger chunks, a thousand to twenty five thousand dollar chunks to charities that are in our area, you know, that help with um, women who have been beaten and and are have left their homes and 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 with kids and that kind of thing so it's an amazing amazing deal that we do um it's not the sunshine kids but we, we think we're doing really good work and and of course uh, we're very proud of what we're doing yeah that's terrific i love the blend of you know the 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 company level and then the local level and really driving that engagement amongst the offices and the localities that's terrific so then Speaking specifically, Vince, about the actual effort of raising money itself, can you share, uh, you, you talked about your great agent program, can you share some of your other fundraising initiatives as an organization? Yeah, so when it comes to sun, the Sunshine Kids, and we do a large event um, every two years, and we used to do it every year, and then we moved it to 18 months, and it's got so big, last time we had 2,500 people there, um, it's really, the effort is, it, it is a constant flow of communication out to the agents, whether we, when we're in a sales meeting or a mastermind group or whatever, we will, we will literally hand sheets around the mastermind group. We'll hand sheets around the sales meeting where we're, we're having uh, sponsorship levels for Sunshine Kids anywhere from $250 to $10,000 and, and then get them to make a commitment, whether it's to write a check or us taking, you know, $50 of closing out until they hit their level of $500, or whatever it is. But, but for us, it's just a constant focus of when we're doing these events of engaging everybody in the process. So when we do our, when we do our big event, it really starts that the activity and, and the effort starts about nine months in advance. We start in January for a September event and we put together a fundraising committee and we put together a food committee and an auction committee and a setup committee and all these types of committees. And then we had agents to help uh, engage in that process of being part of the committees and even chairing the committees with us. So to us, it's really the engagement of getting the agent involved is really just reaching out to them, asking them, but letting it be top of mind. Like I said, every mastermind group, every sales meetings, we're passing these around, we're getting commitments out of them, and then we're getting them involved in the process. And the thing that we saw that's so cool is then they really go out and start talking about that in the community. And so when they do that, you know, this is how this event's grown from 100 people to 2,500 people, is the community starts saying to the agents, well, when are you having that event again? And so, so I think it's just that awareness and then there becomes a sense of pride in this, in this process of knowing that you're doing something for the greater good of other people that are less fortunate. And so to me, it, it, it's simply just that constant communication with them and then making it as simple as easy for them to commit and then to getting a few. And the crazy part of this, I will tell you, is some of my very, very top producers who I thought would be the best fundraisers, I can get them to write a big check, but I cannot get them to go out to fundraise to ask other people for it. So it's interesting to me You've got to get the right people on board and they've got to feel comfortable asking other people for money, even if it's a cause they strongly believe in. Uh, not even the top producers sometimes are willing to go out and do that because it just it's too far out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And Vince, just share some of the details about your event. You've got us on the edge of our seats. What's the event? <laughs> so it's um, we do it in our parking lot. 
Uh, we, uh, Steve, I think you were there a couple of years ago, right? Yep, we do exactly. it in our parking lot and, and we literally are, we get all of the food donated. Um, and, and, and I mean, so we have probably 10 different restaurants giving us barbecue and, and, and seafood and, and everything else. Um, we get bands donated uh, and it's just a big outdoor event. So you always pray that it doesn't rain, but in, if, if we have tents, we're, we're okay, but it's not as good as, but it's just bringing the community together. It's very casual. It's very laid back. Um, and, and then there'll be an oral and a silent auction there. And uh, we raised, we raised, I think over a hundred thousand dollars just in the, the auction part of it last year. And we'll try to bring in, you know, uh, Johnny Rogers is a friend of mine who won the Heisman Trophy. He'll come in and we'll try to get some other people to come in that has some celebrity to just bring people in. But it's really an event where our agents are reaching out to tons of people they know that are business leaders that are successful in the community uh, saying, here's this event we have, here's what we're doing and, and inviting them to it. Uh, whether they're buying tickets because as a sponsor, different sponsorship levels are allowed to invite different numbers of people. So whether the agents are inviting people or we got sponsors from the community uh, having their organization come, it's just about coming together, having a band, being casual, being laid back. And so many people that go to all these black tie events are like, you know, we love this event because it's just, it just casual. It just, you have a beer, you have a drink, you got a bunch of great food and you're sitting here just kind of laughing and enjoying yourself and there's nothing real structured to it. Love it. That's great. That's awesome. So Steve, same to you. Uh, some of your key fundraising initiatives as an organization. Well, thanks, Chris. And, uh, and again, uh, we really can't thank you enough for your leadership uh, in the network. Uh, I think it's been outstanding. And to what Vince was saying a moment ago, schedule to go when they have their next event. It was a blast. I was there with the foundation. I guess it was almost two years ago. And uh, it was a not miss event. So thanks, Vince. So in our company, uh, we've set up a, a very uh, committee structured organization. Every office has its own committee made up of anywhere with the manager up to three or four agents within the office. And we gather up each year in February to have a campaign kickoff. And I took the idea back from days when I served on the United Way board and the campaign kickoff was a very important part of the structure to kind of get the whole team on the same page going forward. So uh, our big event that we run each year is a golf outing. And of course, due to COVID this year, we couldn't run it. So we meet up in February at the golf club. We uh, recognize the efforts uh, similar to what Candace mentioned within her company. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we celebrate the successes of every office. Uh, then we present a plaque to the top office who raised the most money in the previous year. We use the same uh, plaque company, the Sunshine Kids Foundation does. And we put a nice picture uh, of, of an event with the kids and we recognize that so the office can hang that plaque uh, in their office for other people to see. Uh, at this event, uh, Chris, we have every uh, office stands up. They present their goals for the year, not just financial, but they talk about the um, activities that they're gonna run to, to uh, raise money. And I think it's also important because other people that are sitting in the room from other offices have a chance to hear more about uh, what offices are planning. We've invited each year a, a, a Sunshine Kids representative from the foundation who does a year in review. And then, uh, you know, after uh, hearing all the plans, we announce our overall, overall company goal. And then we do a big publicity photo uh, of the whole group that we use uh, throughout the year. So, that's kind of our structure, how it works with our 18 offices to kind of get everybody on the same team going forward. I love it. 
That's great. And I know you just did a, a fabulous event a couple of weeks ago that was well, well produced and hats off to you and your team for the fundraising there. You want to say anything about that? Well, I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but I'll just say right now, we had no idea what we were going to do in a COVID environment. We knew we weren't going to run a golf outing. Uh, so we came up with an idea I'll share a little bit later, but it really okay. well. And we actually raised almost the same amount of money that we raised for our golf outing. So I'll hold off that for a few minutes. Awesome. See, I was so excited for you, Steve. I was just stealing your thunder. There you go. Thanks. Oh, man, that's great. That's great. So, uh, Candace, I want to uh, go to you with, with something some of the others have already commented on, which is, you know, really instilling that, you know, charitable element of your of your culture into the agents and some of the things you're doing to drive the fundraising initiative, uh, you know, at the agent level. So as I think you all do, we talked about, someone talked about onboarding, you know, we start um, at the, the minute someone joins our organization, whether it be an employee or a sales associate, uh, they're introduced to the Sunshine Kids. We have a program that we run monthly, uh, which is an orientation and it's called Traditions. And we dedicate a fairly large portion of that morning to Sunshine Kids and what it's all about. We play the video, we introduce them to that. And as a new associate to our organization, they get very excited about the fact that they can get engaged in something right away. And so we encourage them to go back to their offices and um, spearhead something. And, and mostly they do, you know, our, our sales associates are the big driver of, of our, um, all of our initiatives that they, they comes from a grassroots effort. Um, they're very excited about it. We too have an annual event where we recognize service and we also recognize our highest office sunshine kid contributors. Well, we, off, we, we recognize everyone, but we award the highest offices and we have what's probably the most meaningful part of that celebration is is the kids they come and they tell their story we play a video um, and it's always a tearjerker you know everyone sits there in awe of these beautiful kids who have um, come through hell let's face it they've they've done you know had, had to really um, overcome some major challenges and it's it gets you um, and it's at that point in time that I think people realize that this cause is is so meaningful and there's so much fulfillment for everyone. So it's something that we talk about at our company every day, at every function, at every moment, whenever we can, because it, it, it is giving back in such a wonderful way. And the kids are the driving force. You know, when you see those faces and you get to know them personally, it's the best feeling in the whole world. And I think that's all we need to do is just keep it height of mind, uh, top of mind and remind them who they're, they're, they're working so hard for and having fun while they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I love that. And a few takeaways there for, you know, those watching, listening is, you know, our partners at the Sunshine Kids are very participative yeah. in whatever you want to coordinate, be it, you know, on site or remote. They're very, very supportive of supporting you. So I think that's, that's a key takeaway. And I love what all of you are reinforcing, which is, you know, the foundation and your charitable work is not an afterthought. It's not a oh my gosh, it's, uh, you know, late in the year, let's figure this out. No, no, I mean, this is something that you're constantly reinforcing. Um, it is, you know, it is to your organization what breath is to life. I mean, it's just part of what you do. You don't, you know, you don't have to think about it. It's just part of it. So that's fantastic. Joan, I want to go to you and then Ray after Joan, same question, which is what specifically at the, you know, at the sales professional level are you doing to activate uh, this process, whether it's, you know, forms like Vince said earlier, or, you know, deal level right. contributions, whatever it might be, Joan. Right. Sure. So um, 
we, when an agent joins, uh, also give them a form and they uh, tell us what to deduct from their commission. We explain, we give them an orientation. Um, an employee or, or you know, has an orientation too. And our employees are participate a whole lot in our charities as much as our agents. Um, so, so we basically, it's, it's part of our culture. It's part of what we talk about, about. it's part of what we do. Every office has a uh, chairperson and they meet with the others in the company uh, once or twice a year. We have a president of our charity who um, is very active and is very involved with bringing the agents on board, with bringing the employees on board. And whatever idea that they may come up with, she'll support that idea. So her name is Cassie and she does an amazing job of supporting various ideas. So for instance, um, some of our agents wanna work with Habitat for Humanity. And so she coordinates that. that. We've, done a, we've built um, accessible playgrounds. So the agents get involved by, um, you know, we give the seed money to um, the organization and then they have an event and our agents help with all of the auction items and everything um, that you need to, to pull off an event. We haven't done our own events, but we support other events. We've worked with the, a hospice in Delaware and we have um, an event every year where we raise 45 or $50,000 at that event for uh, Delaware Hospice. So um, we involve the agents locally again, um, depending on where the charity that we're supporting is, and they get to decide in their offices, you know, what kind of fundraisers they want. Um, we, you know, they, they, they usually this chairperson, you know, drives it in the office along with the employees and the manager. So it, 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 there's no question that, that I think that, you know, being charitable attracts agents to your company. And once you attract those agents to your company, they're charitable, they believe in it, and it just grows, you know, exponentially um, as everybody participates in all the various events. But we have so many things going on from, you know, chili cook-offs and you name it, it's going on and it's exciting and it's fun. And we raise a lot of money all throughout the year. We also close the company one day a year and everybody in the company goes out into their local community and gives back for that day, employees and agents alike. So oh, that, I love that. That's, that has been going on for years and years and it is a fabulous day. Um, we take lots of pictures, so it helps everybody on social media, but it, it, we give back all over the place um, with, with 5,500 people plus our 750 employees out there giving back in the community. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's great. Ray, same to you, activating the agents and making sure this is a you know, part of the culture. Yeah, Chris, absolutely. And I just want to echo everything that uh, our panelists have been talking about here. I truly believe, and I've, I've witnessed this through my entire career, that realtors, our industry, our profession, are the most generous people on earth. Absolutely. And they give back in many ways, not just to the Sunshine Kids. We also have local charities that our realtors are involved with individually as a company we chose one charity we're a 20 year old company so we had to really focus on one charity i'm very proud that our team has uh, raised over 3.5 million dollars for the sunshine kids since 2004 so that's a huge accomplishment for us as a, as a new company uh, but you know again it's it's all about having the folks take ownership of the charity the event and the functions it cannot be done by one centralized area so every one of our offices competes every year for three award spots that we have every year during our recognition awards events. 
And the top three offices in raising dollars for the Sunshine Kids are celebrated and recognized the entire office. Our leadership team, our branch managers do an exceptional job and they've embraced and they are, are totally committed to the Sunshine Kids and supporting the Sunshine Kids. We have sales professionals that do all the heavy lifting and the things that we used to do in person. So I think in a little bit, we're gonna talk about how we pivoted uh, during COVID and I'll be happy to share what we did this year, but it, it's really local, local, local. So we, we, we really have each office and our team members of each office deserve all the credit. They do all the heavy lifting and it's a commitment and a passion that drives us to the Sunshine Kids. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And Vince, uh, I know you made some comments earlier about you know driving the agent level activity. Anything else to add on that topic? Yeah, I mean, to me, it, it, you know, not to beat what you guys have said on the onboarding and all that stuff is, is we, we try to make it as visible as humanly possible. If you walk into our primary office, which hosts about 80% of our agents, on the wall there is all of the plaques with pictures of Sunshine Kids. So it's visible. You walk into our office, you cannot miss it. And then when we do the event for the four months leading up to the event, as we continue to get um, uh, sponsors at 500, I think we put up everywhere from 500 to $10,000. We have in our lobby of our building, which is the title company on one side of the entrance, us as the real estate company on the other side, we have these 10 by 10 feet pieces of glass and about six or seven of those panels end up getting filled with stars where we put up the names of, of the $1,000 sponsors, the $500 sponsors, the $2,500 sponsors and bigger stars uh, and, and put them in different groups. And so you literally walk in and it's not just about engaging the agents. What happens is the agents benefit because their clients are coming in to do a, a close at the title company or coming in to drop off some paperwork here. And then the clients start asking them about what we're doing with the Sunshine Kids and then understand they're part of an organization that's given and, and charitable as part of that. So to me, just a big part of that is the visibility. You walk into our office, it's impossible to not know that the Sunshine Kids is part of our organization. And as I said, when you onboard with the CARE Fund, it, it, it's not an opt-out even option. You, you've got to understand we're going to, you're going to give to the care fund and we're going to match that dollar for dollar. So to me, the more visible you are, the more you communicate those messages uh, in, th through emails to meetings, uh, the more people buy into it. And, and as Ray said, there really then becomes a passion for what you do. Um, and, and I think a lot of times when people go and start doing charitable things, they're like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do that. But when you're done, you really always have this good feeling inside of you like I'm glad I did this you know it wasn't always easy it's not always fun but I think usually at the end of the day you feel good about it you know you've accomplished something uh, that really is making a meaningful difference for other people and so that to us I think the more visible we are the more buy-in we get yeah yeah I love that and um, you know I think just kind of the the climate that we're in uh, as a society you know I sure would prefer some of the energy that's placed amongst our agents and, and within our industry on politics to be refocused on charitable giving. Here, here. And uh, it's just, you know, we, we, we just, uh, to Ray's point, we're such a generous, selfless industry. I think it's one of the qualities that drives a lot of people to pursue a career in real estate is that level of service to others. And uh, man, if we could just better reflect and embody the selflessness and giving attitude that we have over some of our more divisive topics, you know, it's just, it's just a no brainer, right? So I think hats off to all of you as leaders uh, for, for making it such a visible part of your value system. And uh, 
we certainly, uh, uh, you know, celebrate that. And so speaking of celebrating, Steve, I just want to go to you and, and first say that, you know, for everyone watching and listening, all of these great leaders have an enormous role relative to running their companies. And obviously, as you can see, an enormous impact relative to the role that the charitable foundation plays in their company's culture. In addition to that, Steve Janet also serves on the national board for the Sunshine Kids Foundation. So Steve, we just want to thank you for, you know, the added level of, you know, work and commitment that you put into this relationship, not just with your company, New Jersey Properties, but also uh, nationally at the, at the foundation level. And so I just want to speak to that, Steve, is, you know, just talk about your role as a board member and then specifically share with our audience the impact that the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Network makes on the foundation and to the kids specifically. Great. Hey, thank you, uh, Chris, again. Um, I just have to say, actually, I'm a national volunteer, not a board member, uh, but working uh, directly with the board in their national initiatives. Uh, since 1991, uh, the network has uh, adopted the Sunshine Kids as their charity of choice. And, and since that time, you know, the Sunshine Kids has provided kids a safe place to relax, be kids, go on trips, almost like a home away from home. And since the inception, what has happened is that so many of our member brokers, managers, and other agents have gotten very, very passionate involved on national trips, on regional trips, and have had a chance firsthand to meet kids and really see what the benefits are from the organization and what it means to the kids uh, with all the things that they do. You know, programs such as automatic donation programs and uh, close of escrow programs are wonderful. It's what keeps the organization engaged with our network uh, as well and raises a lot of money. But on a given year, about 45 to 60% of funds raised by the foundation comes directly from the Berkshire Hathaway network. Um, last year, as an example, in 2019, 260 kids attended national trips. Unfortunately, this year, as you heard earlier from Chris, uh, because of COVID, they've had to curtail national trips. Uh, but last year, also 2,700 kids attended local events. And the foundation also, which people don't think about at times, they support the siblings and the parents at some of these local events too. So they, they also touched another 6,000 people in addition to helping the kids. So since the inception in the network in 1991, I'm thrilled to tell you that, you know, we have raised over $34 million as a network to this foundation. That's just tremendous. And because of the financial support, the foundation has really been able to carry out some just rewarding work to helping kids with cancer, not just in the United States, but also in Canada. And kind of wrap up uh, my thoughts about the foundation, today is a real special day. Our director of operations, Shannon Malone, she's celebrating her 26th year working for the foundation. So huge shout out, congratulations, give her a round of applause. Shannon Malone, we couldn't do it without you and just wanna thank her for her continued service for all these years to the foundation. That's great, that's great, terrific, Steve. Thanks for sharing all that valuable information and history. And so uh, transitioning uh, now, Candace, back to, you know, a topic we've touched on, and, and maybe I just want to reinforce for the audience who might be thinking about how to empower uh, their organizations and really how to assemble this team of passionate contributors to, you know, the charitable efforts. 
Um, can you just speak to the role that, you know, you mentioned earlier the, the, the structure of your offices and how you drive engagement, but maybe if you could just speak to any additional comments on what you feel like that empowerment has done to really drive the success that you see in, in your fundraising efforts. Yeah, thanks, Chris. You know, we got, it goes back many, many years that we've been doing this, and and we started initially with you know just sort of talking about it, and um, you know, at really coming up with a goal for the company rather than empowering, which I love the word, the offices to do it on their own. And when we empowered them, and we said, you know, you guys, um, we we know how much you love doing this, and and how much you love contributing, and, and we want you just to take it and run with it, and do what you want to do, and how much you want to do, and have fun. More most importantly, so what happened with that is it just it, it the momentum was incredible and we heard about all these different things that people are doing and I think companies get or people in general get overwhelmed by the thought of creating a whole initiative around fundraising and you think about the different things to to raise money and it's a lot of work it's this that but it's not that much work and some of the things that people do are so creative that it's unbelievable and it, it makes you know it could be two hundred dollars one week it could be twenty thousand another um, but they do things like casino nights and fish trips and you know bake sales and they they do the backpacks like you said Joan and it's all creative and it's all different and I think that's what's important in an organization the size of ours in any organization to let people run with it and be creative and and every single dollar counts whether it be that you're filling out a form or you're you're having kids helping kids. A lot of our sales associates, children will get involved, which we love to see. And they'll be out there um, campaigning for, for the Sunshine Kids as well. Um, and we do all those things, you know, the, the uh, commission deductions and the Sunshine Kid riders on the Sunshine Homes that are contributing. Um, and I think that it's just a, a, a way of life and it's what people do um, to give back. And it's not just Sunshine Kids, but it's mostly Sunshine Kids. And, and as you said, right, you know, real estate agents are the most generous people in the world. They love to give back to the community. It's in their DNA to begin with. Yeah. 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 I love that. And so Joan, same question to you is just speaking to the, to the impact of that, the way that you've delegated and, and maybe given some words of encouragement to those out there that might be looking for some inspiration to get going. So I agree with everything Kansas said that, that you, you really, if you empower the offices, they, they choose the charity of, in our company and it sounds like in your companies, the charities of their choice in a way or the fundraising that they like to do. In, in our case, it's the charity that they wanna give back to. So because they can pick a favorite charity, they get excited, they're passionate about it. They also know that the company will do up to a 50% match on anything they collect so that's an incentive for them. And they do things like, um, you know, a hot dog day or, or, or something small. They'll do um, gifts at the holidays and raise money on top of what the gifts are that people buy for their families, all kinds of things. But they know that the company is going to match up to 50%. They also um, know that we will do, we've done some big, um, big gives. And a few years ago, we had the big give and we gave $50,000 a piece to three schools in Delaware and in, in New Jersey and in Pennsylvania that were really needy. And we gave computers to those kids and we bring back pictures and they see what's happening because each kid has their own computer and they wouldn't have it otherwise. So they can see what the company's doing between the match. We also pay for all of the administrative costs so that doesn't come out of the charity and so they they're really happy that every dollar that they 
raise goes right to the charity of their choice. And I think that makes a big, big difference. And I, I, I would ditto what everybody else said about, you know, the way they do it. Um, it's, it's through things that they're passionate about. Yeah, I and love one that. other thing we have we have our charities. We we talk about Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Fox and Roach Realtors, the Trident Group, and Fox and Roach Trident Charity, and all three logos are everywhere. So that's part of uh, it's part of us. Yeah, I love that. I'm reminded that that saying the you know the sum of the parts is greater than the whole, and I think um, taking that away from all of your comments is getting as many people across the organization as engaged via empowerment and authority and just letting them run with it because they'll, they'll be inspired to do it and produce great things in, in the process. So uh, to raise earlier comment, uh, 2020 has obviously thrown all of us plenty of curveballs and obstacles. And so we'd love for you to share with the audience, you know, some in, in an inspiring way, right? Because there's always, there's a, there's a way forward in, in every situation uh, but just talk about, you know, the adjustments that you've made in your charitable efforts this year and, and speak to some of the results. So I'll start with uh, with you, Ray, there. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so, you know, if you can think about how 2020, uh, back in March, how the pandemic has impacted every one of our lives and the people around us and the communities that we live in, that we service. On top of that, add the additional challenge of having a child going through cancer. Uh, that, that's, that's more than motivating for me and my team to step up and, and kind of think outside the box. So we have to think outside the box and, and pivot on the way we presented real estate, the way we showed real estate, the way we sell real estate and, and going virtual. As a matter of fact, Chris, you know, life with Chris didn't exist before April of this year, right? <laughs> life, life on, uh, life on uh, Facebook with Chris, which by the way, you're doing an awesome job with these, with these panels and these, and these presentations. Uh, we pivoted and we said, how do we, you know, support the Sunshine Kids knowing that we have to be responsible to our communities and to our team members and that we cannot gather in large groups and do large events. So we said, let's go virtual. So we came up with a virtual way for everyone to donate, not just our sales professionals, but consumers, uh, vendors, and, and, and everyone that wants to be involved through a badge or medal process that you can buy into you can buy either a bronze silver or gold medal it's it's a it's a virtual medal that then you get to share with everyone and we call it champions for the sunshine kids and those champions get to use those medals that they've um, basically donated for the the ability to have that, that that medal and promote that in their entire marketing social media in their in their website uh, in the company website, we now have Chris Stewart, champion of Sunshine Kids, gold medalist. And, and you're able to take that to your consumers. You can have your customers also become champions of the Sunshine Kids and also donate uh, towards those medals. Uh, it's something that the team came together and we said we cannot let up on our support to the Sunshine Kids. We're just going to have to do it different. And this is one of the ways that we came up with uh, to raise money for the Sunshine Kids at the same time recognizing everyone that is supporting the Sunshine Kids through the Champions of the Sunshine Kids medals uh, 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 program. I love that. I That's that great. Screening up in your, in, your, in, your, uh, in your presentation today, our marketing director, uh, Stacy Benedict, was going to be offering that to all your audience so that we can, uh, like you said, call to action. We can have some donations. And by the way, those dollars will go back to your company. Uh, they will be then uh, obviously recognized 
to the individual companies that your audience are, are listening <clears throat> in and decide to participate. Wonderful. That's great. I love that idea, Ray. Great job on that. So uh, same question to you, Steve, um, you know, the pivot and the adjustments and, and the results from that. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess fortunately for us, a, a good percentage of the money we raise each year comes from our automatic donation program. And we have agents that are so generous and we, you know, they either do a dollar amount or a percentage of every transaction uh, that they donate. And uh, right now we also put all their names up on our public website. So if you go to bhhsnj.com, you click the link, you know, they and the clients can see who are the people behind the automatic donation program. And we probably have over 50% of our active agents who are donating day in and day out in every transaction. So due to COVID, you know, we had a decision to make about our golf outing this year. So Bill Kelleher, Chris Brown, Nancy Litwin and I, we conferred together came up with an idea. We didn't know what we were going to do. And we said, let's just have a party. Let's try to do a silent auction. And, you know, if we can raise, I don't know, 50% of what we normally raise at a golf in our golf outing, we're going to be thrilled. So we came up with a theme. And uh, the theme was, let's get the kids back on trips in 2021. So I, I bounced it off the foundation. They were a little bit nervous because they said, we can't guarantee we're going to have kids back on trips in 2021. I said, that's okay, you're not saying it, we are. So once we, uh, once we picked the theme of the event, uh, then we started to come up with, you know, we went back to our supporters first, our major sponsors that, that help us year in, year out. And I have to say, they stepped up big time. One of our first supporters came to us, our donors, and last year donated $3,500 and upped their donation this year to $10,000. They said, we really need to come together and help you this year. We know the kids are you know, in need more today than they are in a typical year. So we knew we could run this event. Now we had to come up with how are we gonna do it? And as Chris knows, because he was one of our keynote speakers uh, at the event, um, we started looking around for some ideas and I get a, a weekly email photo from the DeWitt Jones organization who's DeWitt's a retired uh, National Geographic photographer. And DeWitt has spoken at some of our national events if you go back over the years. So I reached out to their organization and said, would you be willing to speak at our event or do a pre-recorded video? Uh, his theme of his talk is celebrating what's right in the world. So they called me back and said, well, what's your budget? I said, I don't have one. I said, if, if, if I pay you Whatever I pay you, it's giving less money to the kids. And so if there's a stipends, I'm happy to do something, uh, but we don't have a budget. A week later, they called back. They said, we're gonna donate our presentation for free. And so now we had a foundation uh, in the, that would start. We started uh, promoting it. We, we sold tickets. We sold over 300 tickets to the event. Uh, everybody to be on the event had to pay $25. Uh, we raised, uh, we had pre-sales of over $45,000 before the event even started. We had band do a recorded uh, set, a 30 minute set, but they made it live because the, the, the band, uh, the head of the band works in our company. And so between each song, she do something uh, mimicking that the event was taking, a, taking place in a, in a live setting. Uh, we had speakers other than Chris, the foundation spoke, uh, Jennifer and Shannon. And then Vince from from your neighborhood, Emma Baker from from uh, you, know, you know she did an amazing job. 
she did a three and a half minute video presentation that boy, you know, every time I watched it, the tears were flowing and she's such an incredible talented senior in high school who is a great spokes kid. And then uh, Craig Biggio also gave a few remarks uh, and that, that was recorded. And then we, uh, we had DeWitt as our primary uh, keynote speaker. And then we wrapped it up with a silent auction. Uh, between all that, and thanks again to Vince uh, from visiting his event a couple of years ago, we've been using Silent Auction Pro. It's a great software program. We sold tickets. We did all the sponsorships. We ran the silent auction. Everything was done. And even yesterday and today, we sent out all our thank you letters to all the donors through the software. And so in the end, with just an idea and not knowing what we were going to do, we raised within $2,000 of, of what we typically raise uh, on our golf outing. You know, who would imagine, but we were just thrilled that the whole team came together. Everybody embraced it. Every office was involved. We had a contest. And then to really help make sure ticket sales were going well, we did a company match. The offices sold the most tickets to the event. We would match that amount. And one of our offices sold, sold 65 tickets in their office alone. So that's what we did. And uh, we were just thrilled in this environment to, um, to do something as close to what we typically do in non-COVID year. I love it. Great job, Steve. Hats off to you and your whole team for, for an incredible effort. Joan, same question to you. Ah, I'm off mute, sure. Um, wow, I don't know how I can even, uh, I can't beat it, that's for sure, but uh, let me tell you what we did. So it, it the very beginning of COVID, our board and our company uh, decided that we were going to give $46,000 to local hospitals and to food banks. So what we did, um, we gave 25,000 to uh, the local hospitals and they used that for PPE, they used that for food for um, in the inner cities for uh, people who were coming to the hospital who were hungry, they used it for all kinds of things. And um, we gave um, 25,000 to the local food banks. So that's what we did as a company. And as the year went along, we, you know, as I said, we don't have our own event, but we support other events. And um, the, the backpack challenge is the big one that we do. And we, we raised uh, the highest amount of our $117,000 for, for that. And we did that through, you know, all virtually. The offices compete with each other, which is really a kick. They, they get really into it and they want to, they want to be, you know, every year they want to beat the other offices. And typically we're at sales meetings and we can kind of egg them on. We didn't have that except virtually, but they egg themselves on and they, they raised all this money just doing it virtually for these kids. And they also had events and they gave to food banks. They, they made sure that the, um, in the offices, the various offices, that local businesses were supported. They didn't want them to go out of business. So they made sure that they supported those. Um, they made masks. They, they just made masks and gave masks out to, to, the, to um, the, the, to the frontline people. And so they got involved in all kinds of ways. Um, we have our board meeting tomorrow, so I can't tell you how much money we've raised this year. And if we will, I doubt whether we'll make the 550,000 that we raised last year, but I think we may come close um, with everything that, that we've done all year. And, and they, as, as Ray said, as Vince said, their hearts are so big and as little as they might have had because they weren't having settlements in March, April, and May, they're worried about the other people. And they're yeah. worried about those who were 
who were needier than they, and they really came, stepped up and came forward. So, and now no, no, our no. settlements, our pen, you know, our settlements have picked up, and I know that they're they're they give with each settlement, and we do also do the buyer seller program where uh, they they can give a settlement as well. So, terrific, a great That's year, great. and and I wouldn't have thought it when COVID began. I know, right? I know we were. Uh... Yeah, we were all pleasantly surprised. God bless. So Vince, same question to you, partner. Yeah, you know, I mean, the care fund was easy and, 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 and people actually are more curious about that now. And so that was an easy thing to continue to do. But the truth of the matter is, you know, we're going to raise a lot less money this year than we were planning, probably 250,000 less because we got rid of the biggest event we did. With that being said, we said, you know, we've got to make sure that we can raise a substantial amount of money to help the Sunshine Kids and do other things that we're doing. And so we did go ahead and do a golf event because it was in the middle of August, it was outside. We felt like it, uh, it, that we had enough spacing um, that we could do that and pull it off and have people be comfortable. And, and so that raised more money than we ever have for the golf event. So that was nice. But another thing that we did that we've never done before is we have a lot of mastermind groups. One of the mastermind groups we have is an investor mastermind group where, where, where the agents are either buying houses themselves uh, to flip or to, to hold on and rent out. And they work with investors. And we did a flip house. And, and a lot of people out of that investors mastermind group, which is about 30 people, you know, volunteered time to help clean up or paint or, or, or do a number of things. And they went to a lot of their investors also and vendors they used and got the, the plumbers and electricians and people like that to donate time and so forth. So that was something we could do where you weren't bringing a lot of people together that raised some money that was different than something we've done in the past. So we found that to be interesting. Um, it, it was more work than we thought as it usually is, right? When we dive into things like this. But it was something that did allow us to raise money that we wouldn't have in the past. So the truth is, you know, uh, we pray that COVID passes fast enough in 2021 that we can do our large event, which is bringing, you know, 2,500 and hopefully 3,000 people together. Until that happens, it really handicaps us and we've got to get creative. So one of the things that we're not great at that we need to learn more about is how can we use social media and online to maybe do some auctions and stuff like that to, to raise money for those. And so we've got, we've quite honestly, uh, not done a great job of that and we need to figure out how to become more creative and, and are open to all the suggestions and ideas we can get and, and and you know you guys are the rock stars of doing so much so much of this so i appreciate all of you guys and, and the chris stewart award that ray mace is doing i mean I, I don't know if he could do any more sucking up than that i mean <laughs> but i love it i love it i wish i would have thought of it first ray i'm jealous feel the love chris feel the love i do ray i do yeah and you can use it. Everybody can use it. They're in different, we're in different states. That's it. Exactly. I love it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, buddy. All right, Candace. And you're going to, you're going to bring us home with your words of inspiration. And Candace, just uh, congratulations to you as the top company fundraiser for Sunshine Kids and all of last year. Uh, great, great job, Candace. And we thank you for that. Thank you, Chris. I, I have to say, I just couldn't be any more proud of my team. Um, they worked hard for it and just were thrilled to, to be recognized for that. Um, but we, you know what we did? We did a lot of social media, a, a lot of individualized um, Facebook posts. And so many of our people decided to um, take advantage of their birthdays and ask people in lieu of gifts, even though they might not have been given a gift, <laughs> please send money to the Sunshine Kids. Well, you'd be surprised. All of a sudden people were 
giving them sunshine kid money. So it was really terrific. But we also, we too had our socially distanced golf tournament and we did very, very well. And we did um, many, many online auctions, silent auctions online. And those platforms are fabulous. You can use those all day long and, and we'll probably continue to do those in the future. I would say probably this year um, we will not hit as much as we did last year, we won't hit our goal, but we certainly learned to be creative and we'll um, continue to do those things next year as well. But we're very enthusiastic about our online holiday bazaars that we'll ha be having in December and uh, to be continued. So thank you all. It's been such a pleasure to be here today and you are all an inspiration to us. Yeah, amen to that. I uh, ditto those remarks. Uh, we really celebrate all of you as leaders and on behalf of the network and really on behalf of your companies, there's a lot of uh, chat here in the comment thread uh, from your sales professionals and others that are uh, just so uh, honored uh, to be affiliated with your companies and really celebrate all the great work that you do on behalf of all the great charities. So uh, with that, I thank you all again. I appreciate you all very much and uh, have a great rest of the day, everyone. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, Chris. Bye -bye. Thank you all. Appreciate all of you. Bye, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.